Hey guys, welcome back to the Far Better Podcast. Glad that you're with us again for another week of study. And today we're talking about Far Better by Realizing the Bible is Complete. This ends today our study of miracles as far as this season is concerned. And I hope you've enjoyed this. It's a little different than what we've normally done. Our first two seasons on the Scattered Abroad Network were about suffering. This season and next season are a little bit more topical, not to one specific theme. And we're going to have a lot more guests over the next two seasons, I think. I'm kind of testing it out, seeing what people enjoy. If you like the guests, let me know. If you have a suggestion of a guest that I might be able to get, shoot it over to the network email at thescatterthebroadnetwork at gmail.com. Don't forget, you can follow us on all major social media platforms, podcast platforms, whatever it might be. If there's a platform we missed, let us know. Today's episode is, like I mentioned, looking at the completion of the Bible. At the beginning of our study of miracles just about two weeks ago, we looked at the purpose of miracles and that the scriptures teach that it was to confirm either the teacher or what was being taught. As what? Well, the message of God, and it's the messenger of God. And the question then becomes, is this always going to be necessary? You know, do we need to do it that way all the way? Every single day, every single time we study with someone, do I need to be able to perform a miracle to confirm the Bible as the Word of God? Not according to 1 Corinthians 13. In 1 Corinthians 13 and verse 9 and 10, the Bible says there, we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. And we look down here at the... Look, how do I want to say this the right way? When you do something in part, it means you don't have the whole, right? That word perfect is really the same word for completion because we find it in 2 Timothy 3, verse 17. That which is in, done, which is in part will be done away, rendered useless to bring to an end. Spiritual gifts are what's done in part. These three are named, but the others are included. And to be done away means they are no longer in use. They cease to operate. They remain in Bible record for proof that revelation is from God. Those aren't my words. That comes directly from C.M. Horner. And in fact, the Bible goes on to say in verse 11, When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I understood like a child. I thought like a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I also am known. There's three illustrations found here. From childhood to manhood, this immaturity to maturity, you're not the same as you were when you were a little boy or girl. You've grown up. Your brain thinks differently, more logically maybe even perhaps, than it did five months ago, let alone ten years ago. The second illustration is the mirror being replaced by a face-to-face view. You're not just looking at a reflection now. You're seeing face-to-face. And the knowing in part is replaced by the full knowledge of revelation. 
And all three of these illustrate the same point. Spiritual gifts served during the time of infancy or childhood of the church. At the time that Paul wrote this letter to Corinth, there was not a single congregation that you could stand in a pulpit and say, turn to 1 Corinthians 13 in your Bible and read verses 9 through 12. They didn't have the completed word of God yet. And what God has always been working toward is an endgame that says, my word is enough. It's enough. You don't need anything else. Those miraculous gifts will stop. They will no longer be done. And that word perfect in verse 10, according to Strong and Thayer, let's look at Strong first. That word, like I said, complete. It's also used in another form with completeness, a full age, a man. And Thayer, he says it's brought to its end. It's finished. It's wanting nothing necessary to completeness, perfect, that which is perfect. It's a consummate human integrity and virtue. And when we're talking about men, we're talking about a full-grown adult, a full age, a mature man. And what we mentioned a moment ago is, what is it then that is perfect? What's, What's the one that's complete? I referenced the verse. I want to look at the verse now. 2 Timothy 3, 14 through 17 says, But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. We have what we need. I have what I need. You have what you need. What else is there? And if we point it out in week one that understanding the purpose of miracles tells me that there's no need. There's no need for a a confirmation of a message or a messenger if the message is there and it's been confirmed to be from God's pen. Miracles were a means to an end. They couldn't turn to a book in the Bible. They needed the ability to perform miracles wasn't a common book in their time. But now, we live in a world and in a time where the Bible is one of the most easily accessible books in the world. You can't see it right now because this is a podcast, not a web show. But in front of me, I have three monitors. I've got my roadcaster that I, I you know, speak into to record my stuff. I've got my pod mic here. And on one of these monitors... I have a Bible opened up. At least I've had one in the past. And you probably just heard that little faint ding over there in the background. Perhaps that is from my other set of monitors that I use just to study from. 
I have a podcast station where I try to work and, and get all the podcast stuff done. I've got a workstation where I study for my sermons and do all of that. And you think about that. That wasn't possible to have a device like a tablet, a laptop, an iMac, whatever it is, a phone, where you could have the Bible on all of them. What's the excuse now? What's the reason now that we can't make it with what we've been given? It's enough. We don't need anything more. I certainly, certainly don't expect to have any more. The purpose of miracles to confirm the word, it's been fulfilled. Because we finished what God set out to finish as far as we, as far as the men that he chose to write the book of life. We also know the world still has believers of the miraculous today, the the people that flock to the faith healers and tongue speakers, but in truth, these people are either predators of the weak and oppressed, or they're naive and they really think that miracles exist today. I was watching a video recently, and I saw something that said, you'll know when God is speaking to you because it, It's not an audible voice. It's this feeling deep down inside. And you'll know it. And I think that person's sincere in that belief. But I don't think that they're accurate in that belief. The only miracles that exist today are the ones that we find recorded on the pages of the Bible. That's it. God wants you to rely on more than just whether or not somebody can perform a miracle. In and of itself, the idea that all of these men can write a a story that coincides and does not contradict itself and all of these things... That in and of itself is a feat that is worthy of our admiration. And it's a blessing to get to study that book. Now, Lord willing, next week, I've got a really good opportunity for you. We're we're a little bit shorter on time, but who knows how much time I can fill in the next couple of minutes. I want to tell you the remaining topics we have this season what's kind of going to happen, and figuring out where we're going from here. So next week, Lord willing, January 26th, if I've done my math right, Aaron Gallagher from the Gospel Broadcasting Network is going to be on the podcast with us talking about what God wants us to remember. And we're going to talk about reaching out to the lost, continuing to grow, avoiding stress, and then... One of my good friends, Josh Cantrell, who is the minister at the South Florida Avenue Church of Christ in Florida, he is going to be on the podcast with us for about seven episodes talking about being a true community. Actually, it might be six. Might have messed that up. We're going to talk about being a true community. 
and the support that it takes to be a true community. And Brother Robert Jeffries, who's the minister at the South Haven Church of Christ, is going to be on for three episodes. And we're going to talk about participants of the home. Remembering the guidelines for the participants, the blessings, the attacks that happen on the participants. And then Brother Jameson Stewart, you know him, the Asking God Why host, is going to be on here talking about problems that happen in the home. Understanding that some of these problems can come up and they can really damage the home if we're not careful. And then finally, my dad, B.J. Clark, is going to be on here talking about persistence in the home. Making sure God's present when we're teaching our children what they're supposed to do. Making sure that we're giving the Word of God to our children. Making sure we follow the design of the home. That's truly how life is far better. By following after all of those things, looking at all of those topics and applying them to our lives, that makes life worth living. I'm really excited about this season. I hope you are too. I'm also excited about all of the other wonderful things we have planned at the Scattered Abroad Network, both out in the open and that which is behind closed doors still. Keep Caleb Rutherford and I in your prayers as us and the hosts try to do our best to be pleasing to God in both our handling of our character and in our treatment toward the network so that we can continue to provide biblical content that would make the Lord proud. Until next week, let's all remember our goal and responsibility is found in Philippians chapter 1 and verse 23. Being with the Lord, which is far better, it only happens if we please Him now. So let's please God now, so our eternity can be far better. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network. And we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and we have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, and please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.